out of air <laughs> in the last like two minutes. Uh, I feel okay. We were we were talking. This is gonna. I think this is gonna go in the episode. Yeah, this is gonna go in the episode. Layton, you got me excited for French Fest more than I think I've ever been excited about it. Well, but the thing is, I want it. I I want the surprise. To I I don't want to reveal exactly what the surprise. No, is. don't reveal it. But share some of your vigor. I it, it's just it's gonna be so insane. French Fest 2018. You made a promise. Insane. You made a promise to me and Jeff. No, I know. I don't. But like you don't want to share that promise with I don't, the listeners? No, I don't. Oh my goodness! I want their minds to be blown just as much as your minds. We're just blown. Yeah. Well, I feel like like well, we don't even like, know what oh, it is That story was so good. They're gonna do something about it. Wow. <laughs> They're gonna do something about so it. So can I even mention the, the the little deadline that you gave of what's gonna happen on that night? Can I can I te- can I share that? Can we talk about that a little bit? Uh, I don't know what that you is. talked about releasing something. Yeah, into the ether. Can we talk about that? No. Okay, I said either because it's not into the ether. Good. Either that was, or. I was tricking them. Uh, okay, I'll ask you off the air. All right. Perfect. It's still so far away. What French Fest? Yeah. French Fest. Two and a half months. <clears throat> yeah. French Lock Fest 2018. Happen. Be there. Lock and Do happen not in two miss and a half it. Months. Two more. Ten more episodes. Oh wow, that that actually sounds like way sooner than two and a half months. <laughs> I know it's the same, but do, do we have a, men, a venue locked in? Not yet. But Not yet. I'm but fairly confident that Main Street is an option this year. We shouldn't. Well, we'll, we'll yeah, but we'll we'll, uh, we'll talk with them to make sure. Yeah. But we will have a venue, even if it is somewhere. And it will be bigger, no matter where it is. It'll be at least a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we were so crowded last year. Yeah. And we will be giving away stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Should, should I plug one of our sponsors? Sure. One of our sponsors for French, French Fest wait, wait. 2018. Is this all before the air that we're talking? Hmm? This is all pre-show. Well, this I mean, we pretty much started the episode. No, this, will, this is going to make it into this the This is going to make it into the cut. I, yeah, sure. <laughs> People will hear this, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff is People confused. People are listening right now. Jeff is I am as confused. confused as our listeners right now as to what is going on. Because they haven't heard the music yet. No. But the music is coming. It dun, is. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, our, our, our sponsor. Our sponsor for French Fest 2018. One of them, at least one, we've already got the green light, is going to be the Dutch Kettle. Brumch. Yep. They are going to be sponsoring some jars of... Actually, I don't want to really reveal Yes, it, but... but we will be giving away some of their product. And some of some of our favorites. I yes. believe. I believe. No. Okay. It's random. No, yeah. Well, it's gonna be whatever they want to showcase. Okay. But it's gonna Either be, way. It's gonna be good. It'll be featured. It'll be featured and By it'll be someone. free. Someone will be featuring it. Yep. And it'll be free. Especially selected. If you happen to get the winning ticket. Get the, the winning ticket. Winning ticket the golden ticket. How do they get the winning golden tickets? By showing up. That's all you gotta do. You gotta show up. You have to walk into a door. Yeah, have we uh, have we talked about what the entry fee is going to be? Uh, yeah, we have. What is it going to be? It's going to be a big fat zero. What? It's free? It's a free event. It's free entertainment, and you get free stuff as free well. Free shavakadu. I don't even know what that don't is. Don't ever. Say don't that confuse again. us or Sick. our listeners. Sick. Well, okay. Let's talk about this podcast topics, and then we'll actually roll into the episode. We've got some feedback. Yep. 
Layton, are you going to share your marriage tip? I don't know what tip you're talking about. I honestly don't. The one we talked about last night. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. Yes. So we've got, and if we come up with a cool name between now and then, we'll use that name. Uh, what's our What's our topic this week? Well, Jeff, do you remember last week uh, how we forgot to mention what topic we're going to be using? Yeah. Hence, there is no topic this week. Because... We so we don't have a topic. Rambling time, here we come. Which is all great. The no, I we do, do have a good story from this past. Okay. It just happened to be last night. This isn't. Don't take this episode as a regression. Because we got some positive feedback that people enjoyed last week's episode. And we want to put thought into the topics, which we didn't do. At least Layton and I didn't do enough of it for this episode. So we're not going to have... A, a topic we're talking about but jeff you had something you wanted to talk about and and you can you can plug it and we'll do it next week then yeah uh i also have food okay oh this is good we have uh, edibles with jeff and elusive edibles jeffables we still need quite elusive edibles isn't quite isn't quite there it's close but what it's about, not quite what about jeffy's chewies yeah no that's worse <laughs> we're going downhill <laughs> that's a regression uh, Jeff's Etz. I, Jeff I feel like this is just a slippery slope. <laughs> the name it has to be Jeffy's. It has to be. It has to be the Fy. It needs to be there, Jeff. What about Jeffy's Joy? You're not just Jeff. You're Jeffy. <laughs> El he- or even El Jefe, but I would prefer just Jeffy. Mm. Okay, and. I think we'll just roll with that. There was a few things we could... Yeah, I've got, I've got another pairs thing that happened. Things happening in pairs. Oh, okay. Spur of the moment pairs. Yep. Uh, All right. I have a story from last night. And Leighton has a story. Yep. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 240. And it's Tuesday, July 3rd, 2018. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. And we've got a good one lined up for you. And you probably know a little bit about what's happening because we left the preamble at the beginning of this episode. Of course, we've got coffee to taste, which we didn't mention. And... We've got some feedback, which we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. But first, let's go ahead and start with Jeffy's uh, point of the coffee. I w- Sorry, Jeff. Let's go ahead and get started with Layton's marriage tip. Mm. And this was a good one. Layton shared it with me last night. We were, I don't know if we were consoling each other, um, but we were talking and offering um, marriage. Just- yeah. Experiences. Experiences. We were exchanging marriage uh marriage experiences and I guess advice? Mm-hmm. Sure. I at least was giving you some advice. You were giving me some advice. Um because you you well, first it, it started the advice came out of a bad experience that you had. Do you want to share that? Or no? Sure, sure. I'll I'll share it. 
a lot of things change when you go from being a bachelor to being a married man. Mm. And all I would I would go on to say that as uh, yes, as a whole they're all better. But there's just some some small things that are different. For one thing, the the bad thing that is now good is that my refrigerator is filled with food. I no longer need to order Papa John's pizza in the evening when I become hungry, I can go into the fridge and pick out uh, either some deli meat or some just a slew of snacks, leftovers that might have been there that had never been there before. Mm. Leftovers are now there. However, those things don't just grow in the refrigerator. And this is where I'm getting to the thing that's mm-hmm. not so fun, at least for me. Mm-hmm. The thing that's not so fun is is driving to a store filled with all of these delicious food items and uh, walking around aisles and randomly picking things up and tossing them into your cart. And then after your cart is filled, uh, standing in line for what might only be a few minutes, but seems like 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. No, sometimes it is. And then because it's at Aldi, which is a, actually I enjoy, it's a great place. I'm a fan of Aldi, but they don't bag your item for you. The grocery items, you have to then go and what I would consider stealing an empty box that you find somewhere in the store. Well, you can bring your own box or bring your own bag if you want. Oh, they do BYOB? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's very acceptable. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I didn't know <laughs> but that. But most shoppers are. So we. Don't, don't look that far ahead. We. Uh, Carmen went and found a box and brought it over, and then we had to go through the process of. Are there people that, that ever um, just take a box and just dump it out just so they can have the box? I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. I mean, I take the box and I'll like it. Usually, you go for the cereal aisle. In Aldi, you you go to the cereal aisle and you find a box that only has about three. Or if if you're like really good, like you feel like you found something really rare and precious. If you find a box that only has like one or two cereal boxes left in it, then it's like oh my, that's such an easy discard. Like I'm amazed that no one else snatched it up. Before I did. It's like finding a really, really good parking spot that's really up close to the entrance of a store. It's Mm. that rare. It is that rare. Anyways, so, like, no, you'll never find an empty box. Because the only reason it would be empty is if someone emptied it on purpose to take it. So, finding an empty box at Aldi is, is like a unicorn. Okay. It's never been done. It's it's actually like a mythical creature. It doesn't exist. (laughs) But... Anyway, but yes, then you have to go bag or box your own items. Do they still do the thing where you have to put a quarter in the cart? Yes, and a small miracle happened. When we got there this last time, the quarter was already in the cart. It was already in the cart, and then you didn't have to worry about it. Somebody frivolously just left their quarter in that cart? And so I did they the must same be like thing. like a rich person. I, well, I don't think so, because I did the same thing when I came back. I just left it, left the quarter there. I... Extended the good deed. You know the story of people driving through Starbucks and getting uh, free drinks because the person ahead of them paid for them, people behind them? That's yep. pretty much basically what I did. That's you. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> Not bad, Ruben. Not bad. Anyway, what was your, your pro-marriage tip? So here's the, here's the tip for you and for any other guy uh, that specifically has a significant other that um, – that shops at Aldi. Okay, um, so let's say you're let let's go into Ruben's shoes. Okay, so I'm here at this grocery store. 
I don't want to be here. It's kind of annoying, but I have to take time and I do it because I love my wife. Uh, but how could I possibly make so that my wife doesn't want me to go along? This mm. feels like uh, Inception. <clears throat> it is. You're, you're planting an idea in her brain. So you have to make her not want you to go along without making, without being mean. <coughs> in fact, by almost being overly helpful. So what you do is, after you check out, and it's time to bag or put your groceries in the box that you, you know, hypothetically stole when you actually didn't. It's just, it's what everyone does. And it's commonly accepted at all these that you take an empty box from their cereal aisle. Uh, you, you, you take that box and you quickly grab it. All right. You grab the box and you put it up on the bagging counter. All right. And before your wife can do anything, you start taking stuff out of the grocery cart and the key is to do it improperly. This is the wrong way to do it, which is what you're trying to do. Okay. The wrong I way to do I it what you're saying. is take all the soft things, bread, chips, like uh, anything that can be damaged. All right. You want to put those on the bottom. Okay. You put those in first. Okay. After that, you take the really, really hard stuff, preferably heavy. And you're like, Leighton, is there anything heavy? At a grocery store, yes. Jars of pickles. Jars of pickles. Anything jarred, anything frozen, mm. like frozen meats, uh, fresh produce, fresh produce, like heads of lettuce. They got some decent weight on watermelons. them. Watermelons. Water. Oh, that's the golden ticket. Yeah. So you take the watermelon and you put it right on top of the bread. All right. That is, that is the perfect way to do it. But <clears throat> but you're being helpful. But how do you do it where she doesn't know that you're doing it on purpose? Well, you kind of do it halfway wrong and halfway right. Okay. So that, like, you take, like, a, a cereal box or, like, what are, like, some of the boxes, and you put it, like, on kind of against the wall mm -hmm. and, like, kind of put those in on one side correctly and, like, start kind of efficiently stacking. And then you quickly do the old switcheroo and throw the bag of chips or you throw – actually, it's really good if it's a snack that she likes. Like, it's a specific snack that she chose out. Okay. And then you put that underneath the watermelon <laughs> so that she for sure notices it. And if she didn't notice it until she gets home, then at the very least when she's emptying the box, she sees like, oh, my donuts. Or like, oh, my favorite little bag of chips. Like, it's destroyed by the watermelon. But she doesn't say anything. Mm -hmm. Especially since you're new married. She won't say anything. She might. <laughs> but you just do that just little by little. And you make it like just gradually worse until it just kind of starts grating just a little bit on her. It's just like, ugh. Until she's finally like, he, like uh, it'll come to a point where, you know, she comes to the bagging part uh, of the of the whole Aldi process when you're there, and she's just like, you know, you know, let let me handle it, and they're like, no, babe, I want to help, I want to do something. You insist on being helpful. You insist that this is this is how you show your love mm -hmm. to her. All right, to the point where she's almost a, you're like almost offended that she's she's not accepting your love. All right, and then she'll she'll be like, okay, yeah, you go ahead. That that's a good point <laughs> because I can definitely see it where. She would try uh, t to just stop you or me or any potential husband 
from doing the the bagging process. Right. But you, you're right. The key is to insist. You insist that I, I need to be helpful. If I'm going to be here, I might as well do something. Yeah. And then once that's it's it grades on her long enough, she'll finally come to the point where you're like, she'll insist on you staying home and and she'll handle the grocery shopping by herself because she loves you that much. So, Layton, when was the last time that you went grocery shopping with your wife? Uh, maybe like a couple weeks ago. Okay. And she's gone since then? Yeah. Okay. But only because she just started a new work schedule where she actually gets one day off per week. And that's usually when she does the grocery shopping now, I, th- I think. And so I don't, I don't have to go. Well, that's definitely sage advice. And we do think, I think we're going to make this uh, a segment on the podcast, which is a, a pro-marriage tip. I, I need to do a disclaimer. Yeah. Don't do that to your wife. It's so mean. That I is think, so mean. I, everyone knows that. Like, <laughs> okay, you don't good. Need, you don't need to. I would, I would never actually recommend <laughs> someone do that. That's mean. Just go and, and tolerate grocery shopping because you love your wife. And I know you would do that too, Ruben. Uh. But seriously, if everyone, if anyone <laughs> does have another one of that kind of <laughs> wink, wink, marriage, pro-marriage tip, then let us know. Because we're going to, this is going to be a bit. Okay. We had some feedback. Why don't we get to that? It's seen people enjoyed last week's episode. Mr. Dave said, hey, this was a fun episode. Catherine commented, my most memorable hit was the time I left for Florida with five children and hit a deer about an hour away from home. We had to come back, switch vehicles, and take off again. About midnight, we stopped at Burger King, and on the receipt, we noticed the address, Killdeer Road. <laughs> the laughter kept us awake a little bit longer. Nice. And then we had one other, uh, we have a, a tip as far as how to better hit animals and here's here it is from kendall chop hey y'all interesting theory on hitting birds and stuff but on hitting stuff like possums and stuff you uh hitting hitting stuff like possums all you need is a truck then you wouldn't have to deal with bumper being beat up Hmm. so Hmm. there you go if if we're gonna go all mayhem on the animals then you do it with a truck well do you think that, that you could get like a lift kit for a flex oh that's an idea are there I think, I think you should get one of those, oh, sure. those deer guards like the cops have on their cars. Say like, that again? Like those big, beefy bumpers, you know, the metal bumpers that the cops have. We could fabricate that at the oh, shop. Oh, yeah. You could go ramming through anything. You could go through a house, and it wouldn't even damage your vehicle. You could go through one of... Uh, d- d- uh, Kyle's garage door walls? Dwayne well, Miller's houses. Yeah, Dwayne Miller's houses. <laughs> Good faith management. <laughs> I, I buy, ram houses cash. <laughs> I buy run-into houses. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the food and the coffee we've got here, and then we'll move on to our yeah. our so, pears so and Layton's story. This coffee this week, I actually like it. It's it's pretty mild. It seems pretty mild flavored, um, but Very. it's it's good. Almost watered down, which is interesting because I put more coffee than normal in here. I saw there's a mound under there. Yeah, and so it's actually like pretty pretty smooth coffee. It's good. I I enjoy it. I, it, I don't I don't like it. I don't know why, but I just don't. It's. This is like the perfect. I would like it a bit stronger yet, mm-hmm. um, but this is like the perfect flavor and roast combination of coffee I, that I like. Um, it's really good. 
It is. Uh, it is good. Are you gonna so, tell us? Are we gonna guess where it's you're from? You're gonna take a crack at what it is. Um, as far as the brand, is there a brand that we're familiar with? Yeah, a brand we're familiar with. Hmm. Is it a major? You probably haven't had this brand of coffee, but you're familiar with the brand. Dunkin' Donuts. No. No, no, no. This is like a like a, a Maxwell or something like that. No. Mm. No. But we do need to try Maxwell coffee. Of that sometime. genre. No, it's actually not. This is um, Costa Rican coffee from none other than Sam's Club. <gasps> R.I.P. Sam's <sighs> Club. And I was, I'm surprised how good it is. They died? They're going out of business. I Cheers. I, I heard. The, that's well, like, let's ask that's, Siri. That's like the backbone of Walmart. Is Sam's Club going out of business? Here's what I found on the web for a Sam's Club going out of business. Okay. You heard it here, folks. Uh, From USA Today. Sam's Club closing dozens of stores. Some being converted to distribution centers. Oh, they're closing some stores. Like just so they're downsizing. downsizing. Not they're not going out of business. Yeah. Well, I I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> it's probably with the um, uprising of Costco's. Oh, Costco uprising. What what? Do you think Costco is like doing? What is Costco doing that is putting Sam's Club? Well, they're like. What are they doing better? We have a Costco in Mishawaka. They do give samples. Does we, we have Club a Costco in Mishawaka, and 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 I haven't been in a Sam's Club six in years. years ago or seven years ago. We didn't have a Costco, so they're like moving. They're they're expanding, whereas Sam's Club is downsizing. Anyway, it is real good. Let's talk about your edible, Jeff. Yeah. So today. Oh, what kind of sick goo oh is man, that? I left this covered up. To um. Jeff's got a just, blue bowl. And yeah. Honestly, Jeff, it looks <clears throat> like it looks like vomit. Oh, you can go ahead and smell it too. Oh, it's me... got a strong smell. It doesn't smell like vomit, but it definitely has a strong smell. And oh, I'm pretty sure I know. I, I can't. <laughs> it was stronger I than I expected. I think it. Oh, it, I can't. It smells like it's some kind of a, either. It's a fish. Salmon, it's like a tuna. Salmon or tuna. Oh, sick. Mmm. <laughs> it's sardines. Oh, not quite. You're getting close, though. Oh, mm. I almost... All right, mm. final taste it. The smell was really overpowering, but it is a good flavor. I enjoy it, Jeff. The flavor's really good. Mm. So tell us, tell us what we're eating. Well, and, and is this something that you made up, your own no. concoction? No, I, I did mix it with cream cheese um, to make it a little bit smoother because I was recommended um, on the box. Do I have to taste it? Yes. Yeah, Lane, oh, you have to taste it. sick. <laughs> it like it's 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 quite the it's quite the breath enhancer. I will oh. say that. Oh. <laughs> it's not that bad. I want some more. Oh. It's actually it it's actually surprisingly good. But so this this is a uh, lobster spread. And what it is is just like ground up lobster smoked lobster. Um, and it was in a can. And honestly, the first thing I thought of when I opened it, it looked exactly like canned cat food and smelled exactly like it. Mm. It looked and smelled like canned cat food. Oh. And I was just like, uh, not too sure about this. This is and almost then I tasted it and it's all right. single handle, 
single-handedly ruined my 4th of July. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jeff, uh, where can people buy this, or is it is there a certain brand that you, you know, picked? To tell you the truth, just don't. I don't know. Just don't buy it. I got and this at TJ Maxx, and I'm sure they don't have it anymore. TJ Maxx? Well, why? Did, since when does TJ Maxx have food? I thought they oh, were a dude, clothing store. They have, they have anything. They have kitchen items. They have luggage. They have perfume. They have clothing. They have toys. They have Are they everything. Like, they're like a Meyer. Almost, but it's all it's all like dry goods. Oh, dry goods and candy. But their candy selection is actually pretty impressive. Usually, um, they, do they have jelly beans? They have jelly beans for a decent price, and they often have gummies, which are really good. I'm a big fan of gummies. So, Jeff, what what other way or how other way would you eat um, this lobster um, spread? I think this is pretty much the only way you would eat it is just dipping crackers in it, uh, or th- you could smear it on toast or something. I feel like you could. Like, buy a can and just pour it straight down the garbage disposal. I, I like it. That's the best way. I enjoy it. I think I, I would recommend that I think way. it's a good snack. Jeff, do you agree or do you yeah. hate it as well? No, no, I like it. I, it's, just, it's, it's, it's definitely strong. I, I would want to be cautious about <clears throat> where I go afterwards because it does make your breath smell pretty bad. I'm sure. I'm sure. All right. Well, Jeff, thanks for that edible. And remember, listeners, if you have a suggestion that we should try on the podcast, let Jeff know. Uh, you can either message him on Facebook, or I, I wouldn't give out your personal email address, but no, you can just message us on Facebook. Message us on Facebook, or yeah, send message an, us on Facebook. An email, mail at frenchpresspodcast.com, and I'll forward it to Jeff. I do have a suggestion from my sister. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I am telling you that it's actually a bad enough suggestion that I'm considering not doing it. Oh my goodness! So we're gonna look into it a little bit and see. Now I actually want to do it, Jeff. Are you just yeah. gonna find like some roadkill on the road? Oh, this is. We'll just. I just won't tell you. That's what it naturally is. where you find roadkill, uh, <laughs> and then just like blend it up, add a little bit of milk, and then feed it to us. Mm-hmm. I knew it. I already called it. Layton, I understand you have the inside scoop on a local news story. Um, for the last few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> The last few weeks, uh, I haven't been able to frequent my favorite coffee shop. I haven't either. Main Street Coffee House here mm, in Napa, That's Indiana. my favorite, too. And there's some rumors going on, and I feel like you could shed some light on the developments of the of the story. Well, apparently, uh, things are being delayed a lot, and it's not good. Everyone's upset. Everyone. Especially the customers. You know how they say the customer's always right? Yeah. Well, that saying isn't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and the customers say it is time to open. I have some shop. insider information. Ooh. But continue your story. No, that's all I had. I thought oh. you had some insider scoop as far as uh, was there some delays with some drawings from the the State Department? That's true. Let me tell you, I don't know about this new mayor guy. The new mayor of Napanee also did the drawing. The, the drawing up for the new Main Street Coffee Shop plans, and he's so psycho about making sure that everything's perfect that every time there's a little tweak, a little change, which often happens when you're remodeling uh, an old building, uh, every time there's a change, he has to redraw everything and then resubmit it to the state and get it reapproved. I'm pretty sure that he's afraid that the next time that the elections come around, that there's going to be a mud. Video, you know what I mean by a mud video, like some mud slanderous. Slinging? 
and Mussolini. be like, so I don't even know what his name is. What's the new mayor's name? Uh, um, Larry Thompson Jr. No, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what his name What's is. What's his name? I, I just heard it. I know it. It's not Pete Legal, is it? Phil Jenkins? Phil Jenkins. According to Google. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that sounds the right. The mayor of Napanee is Phil Jenkins. Yes. Well, he, he's just so afraid that the next time there's elections, whoever's he whoever he is running against is going to like make yeah. a, do a smear campaign saying like he doesn't even send his drawings to approve by the state. <laughs> he he moved a pipe. Without getting state <laughs> approval, what will he do next? Don't let him sit in the Napa D house. Uh, well, I believe he isn't. He also a um, I don't know <laughs> architectural there? engineer. Yeah, he is like a like a certified. Yeah, engineer. that that was his job before he became the 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 mayor. Should have stuck the, to the that. Moral, the moral of the story is you can't mix government and business. <laughs> Keep what. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! Uh, the art of the deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can, but don't don't look at our own president for that, because he is like the businessman. Well, and he is also the president. Um, as far as what's going on there now, it's pretty much just like it's just taking longer than they thought it would. Um, oh. but they um, yeah, they they have a health inspector coming, and they have to get that all okayed before they can open. Um, and so they might be, from what I heard, sometime next week till they open. Okay. Oh, but okay. I was there. I stopped in last night. Yes. How does it look? It looks amazing. I can't wait. It is. I haven't to seen be it there. yet. I haven't it either. It's really cool. I've seen some some videos and pictures, but I have not. And and yeah, if you're if you're elite enough, you get to go. Okay. I guess I'm not <laughs> elite enough. But no, I I stopped in there last night, and Marcus and Deborah were there, and said hi to him and whatever, and looked around, got a private tour by Allie or by Brooklyn I mean wow she, she gave me a private tour of everything wow which was cool wow but yeah it, it looks absolutely amazing and and it's got some really cool stuff I don't know if they want like everything released on what's going on there but yeah no. you know we'll, we'll keep everything secret the, there's probably about everything secret there's probably about double the seating as there was <gasps> so it can't be done and there's a couple extra conference rooms that'll be pretty sweet <gasps> so Oh my goodness! But yeah, I love I love what they did with the place. It looks really amazing. Wow! All it right, so that's so so excited to that's try all, to try it out. That's all for our <laughs> local news this week. Uh, although no, did, what, didn't we? Do did we have an update as well for the uh, the statues that were around town? Oh, oh yeah, the wonky statues. Yes. <sighs> yeah. You're saying where they went? The other ones went. No, I don't know where those went. Because that was like a moving exhibit. No, not the people. I'm talking about the ones that are currently here. Are, is it the same thing? Is it here for... Speaking of which... For a summer? I don't know. I hope they move on. I hope... I they hope better they move. move. The first time they I saw... They cannot stay here. The one on corner of 19 and 6, just right, actually right by Main Street. The first time I saw it, I thought it was temporarily stack of buckets that was... Obviously, just there for a little bit and being moved somewhere else. It looks, but no, it's permanent. I it mean, looks terrible. It is the way it, it is. is. Ghastly. Yeah, it is the definition of ghastly. It's obnoxious, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of the, the the there is a theme that I almost made, like I almost connected all of them, but it's not quite. It's flowers. 
I think. It is flowers. It's supposed to be springtime. But it's not spring anymore. You're right. It's so, so I guess summer. it's time for them to move on. It's time for them to die and wither away. <laughs> no, I thought that maybe the theme I found was, yeah, it is flowers. But the, the, the other theme is that I, I thought that it might be like household items. Hmm. So if you notice on the one corner uh, by the dentist, the dentist corner, it's like a portrait, like a giant picture of flowers. Mm-hmm. Like, and by a giant picture, I mean like, what is it, seven foot? It's big. It's a big picture and it's like framed and it also has like a little easel stand in the back but what about the other wonky one that's by the dentist the other wonky around the corner from the from that one remind me i I don't know what that one is it looks almost like um it's like as almost like a shower yeah a a shower head yeah yeah well that'd be a household there you go yes there it is and then they didn't put a blender up across the street by venny's that one looks like a little dollhouse yeah Okay. That one kind of looks cool. Yeah, I agree. That's probably like the most making sense one of yeah. them all. And then in front of Main Street, you said it's, it looks like a stack of buckets. Yeah. It looks like a stack of look like uh, giant teacups. Yeah, I think that's what it's supposed to be. Uh, Stacked up. And I was like, oh. I think it items. looks more like mushrooms than teacups. I could see that. But I went with teacups because it kind of fits the narrative that it's yeah. household items. But either way, it's hideous. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they all need to die. Yeah, They all need to go away. Well, let, let's talk about things happening in Paris. And this weekend, what happened in Paris for me was <clears throat> on Saturday, uh, I was asked to help a, a stranger move some items. And what? You know what would have gotten you out of this? What? If you had abided by the saying, stranger danger. That's a good point. <laughs> and then you would have gotten out of it. Uh, but, but anyway, what's the one thing, if you hear you need help, someone needs help moving, what's the one item that you do not want to help move? A piano. The, the piano. A piano. And that was specifically what was asked to be moved. It wasn't a piano, it was an organ. But th- you, the same thing. Whoa, whoa, wait. You're not a doctor. You cannot move organs around like they're a piece of furniture. Well, I, yes. Unfortunately... I was asked to do that. It's like, I'm moving my body somewhere else. I need you to move my organ. <laughs> when I showed up to the place that we're supposed to meet at, I was delighted to find that the organ was already on the main floor because, okay, this was a an apartment building and it was up eight, eight stories. Oh my! But it was goodness. already down on the main floor. It was already outside the building, almost ready to be loaded onto the trailer. And... The person that we were helping move, what he did for a living before, or what he did for a living was move pianos. And so he had a piano mover, which I've never seen one before, but basically it's... It's like a hand cart? It creates, yeah, it's kind of like a hand cart, but it basically <clears throat> creates four handles. And you can very easily grab onto it and pick it up. And often the hardest thing about moving a piano, besides they're often very, very heavy, but often you don't have a good way to grip them. Yeah. Right. But with these handles, it made it a piece of cake. So that part, I was delighted about that part. Pianos to cake. That's amazing. Anyway, and then on Monday, I helped a brother-in-law or... Brother-in-law. Brother and sister-in-law. Uh, uh, brother-in-law Russ. Yes. Yep. Helped, helped him move. Yep. I did too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So those were my things that happened in Paris. Now, I think you had a... 
I do have a story. A story that went along with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like in relation to um, the moving. But after the moving was over, I came home and uh, I, I, I got this new game on Xbox that's so good. It's so fun. And Ruben will probably scoff at me like, <laughs> Pish posh. Child's play. But I love it. It's called City Skylines. And it is like a city management, like simulator. Is it like being the mayor? Uh, Are you Phil Jenkinsing it up? No. You know why, Jeff? How many coffee shops have you closed down? <clears throat> many. But get this: I don't have to submit my drawings to the state. I just do it. And if it doesn't work, oops. <laughs> <laughs> people can die. People might die, but it's okay because they're digital people. All right, it's not my fault that the wind direction changed and suddenly all the polluted air that's going coming off of the landfill is going right into the city streets and killing everyone. I put a hospital there at least. At least <laughs> I have a way for them to get healed. Maybe not all of them, but most of them. Would you recommend this game to anyone? Uh I would recommend it to people that are ready to uh Oh boy! Well, is this an easy game that anyone can just hop in and pick up, or do you have to you have concentrate? To, you have and, to and focus at least concentrate and focus at the beginning. Like the, I'd say the first half hour, you have to really focus as to like how the game works and pay attention to the tutorial. If you don't pay attention to the tutorial, then you you'll be like, I'm hitting buttons and I don't know what they're doing. But yeah, you have to learn how to use the interface. That, that, that's the biggest learning curve is, is learning the interface and, and learning where your different tools are. But it is once you get that, the road building, uh, the, the, the city planning, the city management, figuring out routes for the metro and the taxi system, uh, figuring out uh, electricity, wiring stuff up, uh, the, the water system. It's, it's just it's a ton of fun. But anyways, I, I played that on Saturday, okay, and then I decided Monday night after I came home uh, from helping brother-in-law Russ move, um, I decided I'm going to quick hop online and, and see how my city's doing. I go online and everything's, f well, that's the thing. I turn on my Xbox in the dark. It's, it's totally dark in our living room. I turn on the Xbox and I don't... Uh, so all I see is the little glowing circle. That's mm -hmm. literally all I see. And then I turn on the TV. And the TV is super bright. Um, and because the Xbox wasn't fully powered on. No, at that point it was. Was it powered on? It was powered on. It was powered on and it was kind of like loading the Xbox screen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Xbox was still booting up. but <clears throat> Sending a soothing green hue over the room. Exactly. And the only thing that I can see, the lights are all off. And like the TV's on, and and so I'm just seeing the light from the TV, and I'm seeing the little blue, the little little circle, mm -hmm. little white circle coming off the front of my Xbox. And as you know, that that Xbox button to turn it on is like it's touch sensitive. It's not an actual like button. Sensitive. It's not a, a button it, that pushes in. Exactly, it's like electric sensitive, like 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 touch screen sensitive. That's what it is, and. Um, <clears throat> Um, oh, so 
Sorry, uh, I got a text and I was distracted. So I, I'm sitting down, and then all of a sudden, I hear the sound of Maxbox go, do-do-do. Like, it turned, shutting off it turned off. Hmm. And I was like, by itself. And I'm like, what? And then suddenly, I hear some clamoring. Oh, no. And I hear some cords drop to the floor. And then I have my feet propped up on the uh, on, on on the coffee table, mm-hmm. and I see a little shadow bolt from my entertainment center underneath my couch. Scooter is still alive. Is that his name now? I just named him. Scooter lives. Scooter. He has done lives. so well at hiding in your house for months. It's yeah. It's probably been about. It's been more than a month. He probably peed on your Xbox too. No, he wasn't on top. But he did go in front of it, because th- I'm I'm determined that his tail touched my Xbox button, and that's how it turned off. Hmm. That's the only he way. He has sp- probably I- taught himself that, so that while you're gone, he plays Xbox. <laughs> What's that little church mouse called? Uh, Peter, um, Stuart Little, Stuart. Yeah, was, Stuart. Wasn't Little. he a church mouse? I, uh, maybe not. I mean, I've I've heard of like you know, be quiet as a church mouse. But I don't. I don't know what. What I don't think a church mouse is a breed of, of no. Mouse. There's no. A, but I thought. There's a I thought fictional. Stewart, I thought there's Stewart a fictional was a mouse. mouse that's a church mouse, and I can't remember what his name is. But it's in it's books. Okay. It's not a movie. Anyway, are you happy with naming your mouse Scooter? Yeah. He, he scoots a, a, across quickly and out of reach. Oh, for sure. But he does it so quietly. But what's crazy is what is so nuts is that. I had left, like, so my, my headphones that I normally have plugged in to my Xbox controller, I left that up on top of the entertainment unit. Mm-hmm. And the way my entertainment center is set up, it, you know, you have the, the top shelf, and then you have a little little uh, chasm. Uh, like a shelf. Like a little shelf just below that, just below the top slab of wood. Uh, where I put the Apple TV and the Xbox, okay? And I left my headphones on the very top of the entertainment center, and it just so looped down underneath in front of the... Unless it was already hanging down. It could have already been hanging down. But I did hear chords clamoring, and I am really, really confident that... He was able to climb down. For, he was inside that chasm. Mm-hmm. He was inside the chasm where the Xbox was. And he was able to climb down the cord of my headphones in order to get mm. down to the floor safely. And then bolted underneath the couch. He, he thinks I'm a fool. He's taunting me. He is taunting you. He's Have you set your traps already? What's, that's what's and, crazy. And, and listen he to me. He went underneath the register. Number one, that register, we have poison bait. Okay? We have poison bait right there. Still, to the, like right now. Right now. And, and I had left it there. I had left it there. And we took that, the, 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 like the, the guard that's above the register, that's on, that sits on top of the register, mm-hmm. we took that off and we put peanut butter, a, a peanut butter snap trap. Like down in there, and then we put the grating back on. So like we have targeted that entrance well, and, and that's what I'm telling you. You've and targeted him too much. He's wary. 
As much yeah. as much as I yes. am not a fan, we, we took you away need... most of the traps. Well, but he already had his his sensors up. His sensors, his guard sensors was up. up. I'm think what I'm thinking of is getting one of those uh, sticky traps and lining like cutting strips oh. all the way around the the register guard, mm-hmm. so that anytime he tries to, if he tries to climb up. Any, any direction, direction, but any direction. This is what you don't want. What you don't want a dead mouse somewhere where you can't get to it without yes. cutting no, through a wall. Be, sure. This will be on the outside. Like, but he will, might fall down into your the sticky after he gets on the sticky trap. Well, maybe no, it'll hold him. But I'm saying he might pull the sticky the part of the trap with him down. No, do you no, because it can't get. It won't be able to get through. Here's the, what you do: the, the, the grating. Double oh, stick you're saying on tape. Top. Okay, right. Okay. Double stick tape if it, if that's an issue. Put double stick tape underneath the trap. That's a good idea. But I'm thinking of I, I think that I'm pretty sure that is his main entrance. As as much as I dislike household animals, there's a certain point where you should just invest in a part time cat. No, c- cats are worthless. When you want them to catch a mouse, they will not catch a mouse. You know, you go to and your if you neighbor's have, if you barn, have a nice a nice uh, maybe like a bluebird or something outside, they'll kill the bluebird for sure. Yeah, but they will not catch the mouse you that's get, in your you house. You get a mangy old barn cat. I will not release a mangy old barn cat, <laughs> a flea infested barn cat. Then you have you train fleas for mice. Yeah, there you go. Give them um, West Nile or something, and, and then, then train them to go after the mice. Train the the fleas. Yeah, I'd be a little worried. I'm not sure when mice breed, although I think that's pretty much all year long. But I'd be a little worried that Scooter is making babies. Yeah, hopefully Scooter is a boy, and he probably is. If you haven't had a little additional baby mice running around, I I mean, it could have been one of it could have been one of Scooter's fact, children. Maybe this is I his saw. summer. Maybe this is like his, his getaway. Summer getaway. His vacation home. Yeah. I, I'm gonna get that sticky trap. I, I think that is the way to go. And I could like pinch it, pinch the edges, like have the bar grating, like have it partially underneath the lip of the bar of the of the register guard. Yeah, all the way around. You could place them in such a way that he would have to step in them. Because I'm pretty sure that's that's how he comes out and lives the nightlife. Not no more, no right. more nightlife for Scout. All right, let's talk a little bit about tomorrow, July Fourth. We've all we're all taking the Ooh. day off. Yeah, I have a local story. Oh, another local story. July Fourth. Yes. Uh, this is a warning to all of you firework enthusiasts. Be careful when doing stuff you're not supposed to with fireworks. Why? I'm not saying that you can't ever do that, but just be really careful. As far as getting in trouble with the law. No. One of our um, near, not quite neighbors, but somebody who lives within a mile of my house, uh, they were playing with fireworks, and they were like th- hand lobbing them, and he lit one with a short fuse, goes to throw it, and it goes off in his hand. Mm. He was holding it? He was holding it, and this firework went off. Oh, my goodness. And it was pretty bad. It was one of those. I think is the kind that shoots out of a mortar, but I'm not sure. Oh, but, my, oh my goodness! goodness. It but probably blew like, his hand up. Yeah, he lost part of his finger, um, and he has scratches and cuts all over his face, and he lost his sight for a couple of days. Like, and his sight is now back, um, but he lost also lost most of his hearing, oh. and they the doctors don't know if his hearing will return or not. 
Oh my goodness. So just be careful when you're doing dumb stuff with fireworks. Uh, oh or yeah, be careful, but also don't be stupid. Don't I mean, do dumb stuff with fireworks. <sighs> All right. Oh, July fourth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing, Ruben? Oh uh, well, Layton, you're come. We're gonna hang out. Family's gonna get together at the little little pond, little cabin, do some fishing. Hang out, grill some burgers. Oh yeah, I'm all about that. Fry some fish. I should maybe I should take my grill over there. Ooh, well, it's a tiny grill. It is a tiny grill, but it's not really necessary because there, there's a there's a nice campfire but set up. With here's a, what with you a, could do, like with a, a grill thing on top. I want to smoke some wings with your grill. You want to? Oh you know. no, no, save your wing smoking for when it's absolutely needed, and it's not needed tomorrow. I don't know. Here's it what you will do. be needed this fall. Is there? Is there? When? Yeah, you're right. On Saturdays when we want to be watching football, but you won't be at my house. You're right because your grill is small enough. You can bring it over to my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you'll have one of your own by then, right, Ruben? Maybe. Right. But there's gonna be enough people over that one grill won't do the job. Unless and you so buy a bigger grill I'll than need what you I to have. Bring your grill as well. A two for one. Two for one. No, no bring your grill if you want to, but it, it's not. Here's what you do. There's plenty of fire in a fire ring. I, I when won't. you said you're going to be catching fish, right? Yes. It's, it's a holiday. I, I, Layton, I need to smoke some it. fish because, honestly, it is I've one of never the easiest had... things to smoke, and it is super good. Smoked fish is really good, and I've had it, but never had it where it was home smoked. Yeah, I've, I've smoked fish myself. On the green it, egg. On the green egg, and it is, it is phenomenal. Okay. Like it is like eating candy, like it, it is so good. Oh my word! It's Jeff, insane. after tasting that nasty <laughs> lobster spread that you just forced me to try, no, I, 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 I have try lost it. quite a bit of confidence in your tasting ability. No, <clears throat> here's oh. what you do: you but take, yeah. um, especially when it comes to fish, you take water, uh, like like uh, a cup of water, and a quarter cup of soy sauce and a quarter cup of sugar, and you mix it all together. Maybe add a little more water if you need to, and you soak the fish in there for half an hour, 45 minutes. And then, because fish picks up flavors pretty quickly, so that's a good marinade. And then you smoke it for about an hour. At what temperature? At like, <clears throat> but does it matter what kind of fish it is? Because the only no, smoked fish I've really. ever had has been, I think, salmon and probably tuna. I've had, um, I've had perch and trout, and it's you can't beat really a, good. a good cod. Cod, cod's good pretty good. Cod fish. But this can't be done on smoked? frozen fish. I don't this know. has to be done it on fresh. It doesn't seem like it could be smoked. I don't know. Yeah, it would be good. I think but so. anyways, you you smoke it at, at like 160, 180 okay. for about an hour and a half until it starts getting nice and brown. And, and it looks almost rubbery. Um, you don't want it to like dry out too much, but it's, it's hard to dry it out too much. Mm. And you just, yeah. Have you ever tried just searing it? Wait till it? it gets flaky. Fish, yeah, seared oh, fish, yeah. yeah, that's it's good. Is that the best way to do it? I, I prefer that versus it having breading and being deep fat fried. Sure, I, I, I like it breaded and fried, like like not deep fried, but just like fried in a frying pan or grilled. Grill is good too. Uh, that sounds true. good. Either way, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm looking we, forward to tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna watch some fireworks in the evening. We are. Yeah. Where? Either uh, what's that golf course in Goshen? Blackwood or Black Squirrel. Black Squirrel, yeah. Those are pretty decent. Actually, I'm not even sure if they're going tomorrow night. I don't, have I don't, you I don't ever know seen the fireworks at the Blueberry Festival? Uh, 
<laughs> Should we tell that story? Yes. I, I, you we, know, we make so much fun of Kyle that we we have to do it to Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> like some, if we, we have an opportunity so, right here. You know, some people have a thing they always bring up. Yeah, like a certain story. A certain story. They and always relay. It doesn't matter if 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 I if that person has one friend, they'll tell that one friend this same story ten times, over and over and over, or twenty times as it was probably in this case. Exactly. Anyway, what what is that story, Layton? Uh, that story and that friend, who which we all have, we would all call, call Johnny a friend, right? Oh yeah, yeah. but most of us. <laughs> Anyways, I would. And um, <clears throat> every time, I I kid you not, pretty much every time fireworks comes up in the discussion and uh he's present he will mention the one year at the blueberry festival the one year the, yeah the, no it was a specific year because the previous year the for i think the the festival got rained out or something yeah, when they were going to set off their fireworks yes. and so they saved all those fireworks for the next year and he got to see it a double firework display at the Blueberry Festival, and it was the most insane display ever. He's you, never seen anything, anything other <laughs> so fantastic than that display. And I quote, it was, in, in quotes, the grand finale the entire show long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The entire show was like the grand finale of any other fireworks show, like throughout the entire thing. I will admit the Blueberry Festival fireworks are really good, but I don't think I've seen don't that. Don't side. I don't think I've seen that. Oh. You were probably too young, Jeff. I probably was. All right, that is all I've got in the notes for this episode. If you have any thoughts or if you have any comments or feedback, you can email us, mail at frenchpresspodcast.com or message on Facebook or comment on the link. We are still And if you want to tweet us, you can. You can. At French Press Pod, right? That's right. Oh, yeah. But you can also message us on Facebook. Yeah. That's what we prefer. Yes. Don't email us. We are still (laughs) looking for a good tagline for my food segment. And I think... That once we get a good tagline, the name will fall in place. Okay, I like that. And we're, we've got some, finally have some Amazon money saved up. Mm. We're going to spend some money to get legitimate um, table. No, well, a <laughs> table too, but no, I'm saying we're going to get a, a nice sound bit to go with this bit. Yeah. Jeff's Edibles. Yeah. Jeff's Edibles. Or whatever we end Jeff up edibles. calling it. Anyway, Layton, what's the point? Uh, this week there is none. <laughs> Uh, I, it's almost July 4th, and I've decided I'm going to take vacation from getting to the point. Well, what is the word of the week? Uh, boy. I think word of the week is fish. <laughs> <laughs>